Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, even Captain Rusty rounding out the crew as we navigate what? the latest boating news and information today. We, yes, we have Captain Rusty, at least for uh, for the first few minutes of today's virtual cruise. So, All right. Rusty, uh, it's yes. been a while, and, and basically the reason is, is that you have a real job, you're trying to make money. And uh, yeah. make Jacksonville Marine, well, just get filthy rich by selling so many butt boats. And, and you've been traversing the world because of it, too, right? Is that in, in you know, I, this is the absolute truth. I, I do have two full-time jobs, yeah. but I feel like I'm retired. Okay. Why? Because you're having I, so much fun selling boats and making I, people's I, I, boating lifestyle happen it, or what? I just, you know, everything's running pretty well. The, the my My first job cause of covid you know kind of working from home yeah air quotes and mm-hmm. then uh the second one the marine dealership boats have been selling been good but everybody's kind of doing well so right um i get to just kind of do what i want to do well there you which go is well that, yeah. you know what uh yeah i can't think of a better person to benefit from this troubled situation <laughs> that we find everyone else in you know boating's one of those uh socially distanced activities that you can still do and the boating industry is is definitely seeing the benefits of it uh, by boat sales it it's if anything the trouble you're having is just keeping up stock is that right it is stock is stock is difficult it's starting yeah. to come back a little bit but like our stingray boats uh, they told us the other day that they're out till 2022 all their order wow stock, all their orders are filled okay uh, that's amazing huh so are you going to start yeah. selling inflatables like those little pool toy type things now what if or what what are you going to do well we have we we got our orders in really early fortune on those so we should be okay bennington's uh been well barletta's i'm not as impressed i like the boat i like the company but their issue is they keep trying to sign new dealers so they're trying to get new dealers boats and mm-hmm. those who have like us they're not sending us boats ah, so okay. that's an issue chris yeah. craft's kind of they're doing their their kind of book way out too so all right kind of is what it is but i got um, you you, know, you gotta if, if you can find a boat or a manufacturer that's willing to give you one to sell uh exactly. you're in good shape but that but those are few and far between at the moment they so, are so yeah. in this time we're trying to do some restaffing we just hired I hired a receptionist yesterday yeah. uh, for Jacksonville, which I'm really excited about her. Why is that? She's 22. Oh, oh she's 22. Is that why you're excited? Uh, I, the, you know, she's pretty <laughs> and she's smart. And, yeah. and, oh, and, God help her. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she really is. She's a sweet girl, and yeah. I think she'll do very well. And then, and she's from Richmond. This is what's weird. She's from Richmond, um, Virginia. Okay. And so... Then we are hiring a parts and service manager for the Daytona store, and he came in for an interview today, drove from um, up near North Dakota 
up okay. in that area right. for an interview. So 22 hour drive or something. And I'm hmm. going, wow, he doesn't like to fly, but, but really it's just for parts and service mechanics, local talents, hard to find. So you, I mean, they'll come from anywhere. Right. Um, and you got to pay them very well these yeah. days to get them to come. So, well, okay. um, so that's working out well. We're excited about that. Excited about trying to get the staffing thing. That's always the hard part with any business. I well, think no just, doubt. Your new uh, yeah. receptionist, who who obviously will be the first person you see when you walk into Jacksonville Marine. What's her name? Haley. Haley. Okay. So yeah. congratulations to Haley. So when you walk into Jacksonville Marine, say, hey, Haley, how you doing? We're sorry exactly. you're here. Exactly. You know, that kind of thing. You know, but uh, but I'm sure you'll you'll treat her uh, fair or you've warned her, I guess. I warned her. Yes. I, we we <laughs> talked. She, actually, she's just finishing up. Her master's this year in digital communication and social media. So oh, we'd wow, like to okay. move her from a reception to uh, more of that area, which will give her the work experience and a resume building opportunity um, that will benefit her in the coming years. And we should get some benefits from it as well. So as she learns. Okay. And she'll build you a professional website. Uh, you know, Maybe. We, or do their social media. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, maybe, so anything hey, will be good. Hey, Rusty, maybe she can take another crack at Ponegator Marine. Hmm. You know, it's still there. I, I, I know. Just, I, I still have the logo, the cards. I think it needs to be brought back up. Now. Yeah, I but I'm sure now she, the, she has enough education uh, that she'll probably <laughs> totally blow that off as soon as you bring it up as a smart uh, young yeah, she probably, yeah, up and she come or should. All right, so you got that. Uh, I also know, um, I, well, I want to find out about this trip you got coming up before you have to split because you can only hang for this first segment today. Yeah, so, I, so what's going I, on? I, I kept I kept looking for somewhere to go. I want to go somewhere tropical. So first I chose Jamaica, and then I, then I go, I just hmm. don't I don't feel good Jamaica about it. Jamaica, come on. Yeah. It just doesn't sound fun. So no? I started looking, so Anguilla or St. Lucia, and I decided on St. Lucia. Okay. And I've never been, but I looked at pictures and it looked really pretty. Right. And I want to do some snorkeling, ride the catamarans. So, okay. Greg, as the, as the world dive master. Yeah. I have what, not what been think? to St. Lucia, but I've been a, very close to it uh, down in that neck of the woods. So I'm, I'm kind of familiar with the area and the layout and how the islands are down there. Very lush, very tropical, uh, somewhat volcanic. So you got a, a, a really cool tropical rainforest type thing patrick have you been to st lucia like to surf i think surfing's a big thing there too isn't it no but i had a question for rusty on this trip so um are you trailering your boat to st lucia yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah. yeah they finally built that bridge right yeah uh, no uh, mike yeah. You, you have to have been with the show because rusty when he got this this beautiful new chris craft he he was uh-huh. intent on trailering it mm-hmm everywhere he went and not actually putting it in the water and driving it to its destination. <laughs> right. Oh, well, they make pontoon he, trailers would, he would, now, right? he would trailer it for five hours when he could have made the trip in an hour by boat. Well, that's true. that might be, uh, that I, might be uh, uh, difficult for St. Lucia. So I assume you're flying down there and then you're going to do some boating activities around the Island of St. Lucia. I am. Yeah. I am. And, and speaking of trailer, my boat, on a side note, next weekend, I'm trailer my boat to Sarasota. Because evidently that's where all old people go now. That's I don't right. Know. There's something that just draws me there. But I'm uh, the Amish communities, maybe you go there from some, you know, homemade oh, yeah. apple pie or something like that. They make good Yoders. food. That's that's the name of the restaurant, right? Something yeah, like Yoders that. in yeah. Sarasota. Yeah, yeah, that's a so, popular uh, place. I'm traveling right? the boat, going to the sandbar. 
and hanging out at the sandbar or hmm. at Egmont Key, somewhere like nice. that. And, yeah, and, so it, and you're I, doing wait well you're you're going to trailer boat go to the sandbar in sarasota which is known for its old folks so a sandbar <laughs> is like party central but is it yeah. going to be a bunch of old folks on a sandbar having a party no, that's no, scary there's, there's hot, there's, that's where the hot girls that's are. okay they are there are some hot girls and <laughs> once, uh, once again All let right. me point yeah. out the fact that rusty is going to trailer's boat for five hours <laughs> yeah to use it for 15 minutes in the water to get to the sandbar Hmm. Exactly. It's Priorities in the water. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's, you don't want to put all that runtime on those engines, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, just uh, I I don't know. That sounds like quite a party, possibly. Uh, maybe yeah. you pick up one of those homemade apple pies from Yoder's and then uh, tr- uh, take it out there to the sandbar. You'll be you'll be the king of the sandbar. I bet. Oh, that'd be fun. Be like some, a baby. Hey, some white claw. Yeah. Some white claw and some apple pie. That'd okay. There. See, he knows how to you know uh, attract the <laughs> young and the ones. sorority girls. God, hey, I did do he's going to be I in jail my... reporting on the world of boating next week. I have a feeling the way this sounds, but regardless, <laughs> and, and you know. I knew I, I knew that the captain Patrick would be proud of me for this. I did yeah. my own hundred hour service on my on my outboards last I, week. I saw that. I saw that. So you did the gear lube. Um, I did. Did your oil change? Yep. Fuel yep. filter. Yeah, all good to I go. Did. did you pull your prop? I did. I pulled the prop. I did have fishing line in there too, and I re-greased them and put them back on. Huh. Uh, what I learned, the two things that I learned that was most important. One, it was is a lot messier than I expected it to be. So you <laughs> never do it again, is what you're saying. <laughs> and the gear no, lube. No, you put gloves drained. on. The gear loop drained out extremely slow. I, I wasn't expecting this. It just, I'm, I'm like watching paint dry. I'm going, mm-hmm. oh my God, what, what do you do while you're waiting for this? Wait, so, you did pull the top plug when you did that also. I did. I did. I did. You should have poured it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I got well, it. I got it was it. a project that you got. Videos. You wanted to get it out of the way, so you're good for the sandbar, ready for St. Lucia. When are you going to St. Lucia, by the way? When is that? Little actually, trip it'll be, out? actually, it'll be, it's a little while away. It's May. Okay. All right. So you got to wait. I just made my reservations. Say, okay. Yeah. Because they're not probably even letting people fly there at this point. But by yeah, May, I, you I, should I, be good. Yeah. I, where, I mean, where is uh, St. Lucia in relation to uh, like uh, St. Thomas? Is it? It's it's in between there. It's uh, real close to St. Patrick. Okay. Uh, uh, is Patrick okay. would know. St. Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I think it's below it. It's, yeah. it's down It's down near. there by the uh, Lesser Antilles, isn't it? Like uh, So it's on the Windward Windward Islands then. Uh Dominica, right? those kind of places. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think down that way. Yeah, yeah very tropical. Very very lush place. All right. Well, yeah. uh, that, that sounds like a, a great uh great vacation that he could take the World of Boating crew uh with. Uh, I'm not going to let him respond so he can say no. So All right. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast captain sparrow come to join me crew lad welcome aboard i'm here to find the man i love I'm deeply flattered, son, but my first and only love is the sea. I'm the captain of the boat, and I really like to float on the water, out on the water. So put on your sailing pants and do your sailing dance. Take a ride on a boat with me. Let's go. go sailing on a boat with me. Get on board. Boats are fun, you'll see. I like boats. Me too. Yes, this is the world of boating. Great place to be if you like boats. I am Greg, your first mate, along with Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner. And, um, well, that's it, isn't it? I think I got everybody as far as the world of boating crew today. Because we, uh, well, we made Captain Rusty walk the plank and swim back to shore so he could manage Jacksonville Marine accordingly. Yeah, um, it's been so long that he's, yeah. since he's been with us, uh, no longer Captain Rusty, it's Captain Rusted. Yes, good Captain point. <laughs> Good point. All right, so I got a couple things that I want to throw out there to the uh, crew today. Um, I've been watching this new show on Discovery Channel, Expedition to the Edge. Pat, Patrick, have you heard about this uh, sailboat excursion up through the Northern Passage? No. You haven't heard it. Barry? No. Mike? Nope. No. None it. of our crew have watched this show? No, because you recommended that stupid black sails. Right. Oh, pirates. And I, and yeah, I, and, I, and I watched that, and it's like this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and that's saying a lot. Because okay. Well, I, I watch I watch you every weekend, right? It just it, it it made no sense, and I'm not taking any more recommendations from you as far as things to watch on. Okay, TV. so what you're saying is that you missed it, but you you wish you would have caught it because actually it's it's quite a interesting show. 
uh, this, I don't know, there, I think there's like 12 people on this sailboat, family and friends, and but it's like the first sailboat to go up through the Northern Passage or something, and, and it looks pretty like, why, why the hell are you doing that for? Well, just because it's never been done before, and uh, it happened in 2018, and, and this is one of the boats uh, of two that made the attempt, and only one of them made it through, and they have not said if the boat that they're filming from where they got all this footage is actually one of the boats that make it through or not are you talking about a first like privately owned recreational type boat to make this to transverse the passage i I, well i don't know i guess yeah it's not a commercial vessel so yeah it would be uh i guess a recreational vessel yeah but it's a captain family and uh it's on discovery i've found it i've been binge watching this thing last couple weeks you know, it's about, I guess it's, uh, I don't know, halfway through or two-thirds the way through the series. I'm not sure. But uh, I find it in, in intriguing from the sense that, okay, watch this show and know what you should not do. <laughs> you, because, you know, it's freezing cold. They're in miserable conditions. They think they're going to be frozen in, you know, all this floating ice up in the Northern Passage and stuff up there past Canada and in Alaska yeah, God forbid they had satellite phones and a TV crew with them that would know exactly where they are and could get them rescued. Well, once again, this happened back in 2018. <laughs> I and understand. They, they filmed but, it, and uh, it's just now coming out on uh, yeah. on Discovery Channel. I, it, it's interesting, but once again, I think you would watch it, especially from a sailboater standpoint, and go, like, I never want to do that. Holy crap. You know, they're kind of losing their minds and all this stuff. And I don't know, just yeah. uh, watch this for what not to do, I guess. Yeah, you, you don't think any of that is played up for TV? No, of course not. This is totally legit. It's from okay. real footage. It's like a reality sailboat show, in, right. in a sense. Hmm. And, um, you know, uh, it's it's intriguing. Uh, the scenery, yeah. the video and photography from the show is outstanding. They, they, whoever was filming it for them uh, on the boat there uh, did an excellent mm-hmm. job, I will say. I mean, it looks great. Yeah, but, so just the scenery is impressive. But like I said, now, you, you watch it and you think, oh, God, here's – I would never want to do that. But it's fun to watch someone else, you know, risk their lives and almost die, you know. Was it something they filmed or did they have crews with them? Well, one of the guys who's, uh, who talks on the show, I think he was the main videographer – uh, from from the family or crew, you know, crew member on board, and he was on board to document everything. So they got cameras all over the boat, and they're trying to capture the whole thing. And now they've, you know, it's taken them a couple years to get it ready for air, probably. But it's mm-hmm. intriguing so far. So check it out, Expedition to the Edge, uh, on Discovery Channel, airing I think every Sunday evening around nine p.m. Cool. Eastern. There's Ex- that. Looks like a yeah, showing where seven thousand people have already gone. Okay. Well, does, well, it, it, well, Greg, does it uh, is the show kind of uh, similar to like uh, Deadliest Catch? It is. That kind well, of, uh, well, in a sense, but but you say where seven thousand people have already gone, Patrick. You are incorrect. This is the first. This would be the first boat to make the Northern Passage ever hmm. in a sailboat. It's never been done before. And the only reason it's uh, they, they've made the attempt is because of climate change has kind of broken up the ice to make it possible for him to do this trek in a sailboat. But evidently, it's never been uh, accomplished up until, you know, it happened in 2018. And this could have been the boat that did it, or he may have been the other boat that failed. I guess we'll find out uh, in the weeks ahead. 
So you can watch it uh, if There's you There's still so a choose. lot of ice on that. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm I mean, at they're their, dodging uh, icebergs. Opening there. It, it, yeah. It's crazy stuff. I mean, they're, you know, sailing through fog, making attempts to, you know, run, you know, navigate all these icebergs and things. I mean, it looks crazy. Nutty, nutty hey, stuff. You know, I, I did a web search for Northwest Passage, and there's like 80 tour agencies that offer okay. cruises. Hey, you can believe me or not, or you can just go look at uh, Expedition <laughs> to the d- Edge. I, but, I don't believe you. Okay. Yeah, well, the I think the difference is you can video. take a cruise, but th- these people took their own boat through right. there. I exactly. think that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So recreational yeah, Greg, Greg saying no, nobody's been up there. Well, never. Okay. All right. I said in a sailboat. Hmm. Doing it like they're doing it. They've never done this. All right. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, we got a couple other stories. Uh, we got to throw this thing out about the orcas. This is like that old movie from what, what was the 80s? Orca. You know, like after Jaws, there was a thing about the killer was, whales were attacking with, the boats. It was with Richard Harris. Okay, right. And, and, it, was, uh, it was terrible. Well, maybe, but evidently uh, orcas have been uh, attacking sailboats off the coast of Spain. So no, much, they yes, they have. So much no, to the haven't. point that the the authorities <laughs> of Spain have uh, made a no go zone for sailboats about eight miles off the coast because they're they they think these orcas are there. Well, they have. There's video out on YouTube showing how the orcas have come up to the sailboats and like chewed off their rudder or something. Well, I guess you could ask the question, who was there first, the orcas or the sailboats? Well, I'm sure the orcas were, of course, but why are they doing this? We, they don't Maybe. know. They, they think Is it, it mating could be, season? Well, no. Well, they think it might be the these are young juvenile orcas just rioting in the ocean oh, or something, yeah. just Good having enough. fun, you know, causing trouble, that kind of thing. They're jumping on the bandwagon. I don't know what they're doing, but they, they don't know. But they it's happened enough to the point where they've said, all right, if you got a sailboat, uh, we advise you not to go to this area because uh, you may be disabled due to a you know seven or eight or- uh, orcas that are cruising through the area. So are they, are they tagging the sailboats too with the uh, spray paint and all that? I, I don't know what they're doing. These these juvenile orcas and I don't even know if they know the juveniles. They're just saying <laughs> they're juvenile just delinquents. That's all. Yeah, they are. that's what like, it is. All right. I like how they close the story with "We were stressed out. We had a few drinks and we're keen to get home." You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Perry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so avoid the orcas off the coast of Spain uh, if you have a sailboat. If you got a powerboat, maybe they don't bother you, but they seem to be harassing the uh, sailboaters. Yeah, well, Rusty, Rusty can let us know because I think he's going to trailer his boat over to Spain. Right. <laughs> maybe he'll take that uh, route. Uh, they, it would be a scenic route, I assume, to St. Lucia, but regardless, it'd be quite an adventure. But I'll have uh, to get a running start. I don't know. Have you guys ever had uh, been on your boats and had some kind of weird encounter with marine life in the water? Whether I mean, you hear the like the small fishing boats uh, being a you know approached by sharks yeah. down in the Keys, like the flats boats sometimes by lemon sharks. 
But I've you- had uh, I've, I've seen sharks in the Keys, uh, and actually where my boat is now in in uh, Sanford. Yeah. Uh, at night, the, the the manatees that are in the basin sometimes come up and bump up against the bottom of the boat. Really. Wait, while you're sleeping and, and you're like, what the hell mm-hmm. is that? Yeah, you can hear the, you know, you can hear the thump and, you know. Huh. You think they're just rubbing yeah. off barnacles or something? Usually they're just, scratch? no, they're usually just, they, they usually sleep um, in and around the boats. And they, and, and when they pop up to get a breath or whatever, they're sometimes under, under a boat. And oh, they, and they're like, they oh! touch it. And they wake up <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the problem is the Save the Manatee people count that as a boat strike. Of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. Patrick, that never happened to you? You had any weird encounters with marine life while you're out boating? No. No. Okay. And what about you, uh, Barry? No, never. I've never had any. No, you've, I've heard, seen... you've heard about those lemon sharks down in the Keys, right? I, I've heard about Yeah, but I mean, if you're fishing or you have any kind of bait or chum, you're going to have all kinds of critters. Right. Come they up. get riled up yeah. and then they end up biting on the... You know, side of the boat or the. I mean, by by weird by weird encounter with marine life, I'm thinking you're talking like a sharknado or something like that. Well, because that's kind of like Greg. Yeah, but that wouldn't be a weird encounter. That'd be an awesome encounter. Only if you were on a uh, roller coaster, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Well, it it may not be a sharknado, but there may be a storm. You know, we had this uh, Hurricane Sally that just kind of went through the Gulf. And there's some boaters that thought they could ride that out. Didn't turn out so well for them. So we'll talk about that next, right here on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. Mind the boat. 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 Vessels of freedom. Harbors of healing. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. All right, you know, that's a nice laid-back kind of vibe that you'd be out on your sailboat. You're just kicking back, relaxing, unless you happen to be trying to ride out uh, Hurricane Sally, which I guess these sailboaters tried to do uh, last week. And it all went well for them until their they, their anchor broke, uh, broke loose and the boat ended up in somebody's yard. <laughs> So, I, I guess uh, the moral of that story is if you have a sailboat or have any boat and a storm's coming your way, riding it out on anchor out in the bay or whatever, probably not the best move in the world, would you say, no. Patrick? You really have to you really have to watch the conditions you're in. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, did you hear about that sailboat that was rescued off Key West uh, last week or the week before? Um, same, same issue. It got yeah. caught and it got disabled and Coast Guard had to go out. The swimmer was deployed and once he was deployed, he could not keep up with the boat. So the, the swimmer actually had to be rescued <laughs> Okay, by the Coast Guard. Well, <laughs> you know, that's one thing and just, uh, you know, bad weather where the course Coast Guard could even get out to help you. But in this case, yeah. these guys, you know, in Hurricane Sally just figured that they were just going to anchor off there they'd be okay in their sailboat 
And it was a pretty big sailboat, don't get me wrong, but that's not really a great place for uh, you know to, to be mm-hmm. when you uh, have a potential hurricane coming your way. Now, it did take a turn, and they ended up taking a direct hit, so it kind of caught them off guard in that regard. But I, I just don't think that was smart regardless. No. Patrick? Were there any injuries? Uh, I, I don't I don't believe so. The, it, it washed up on shore, and he talks about how as soon as it you know landed on land in somebody's yard, he jumped off the back of it and ran for shelter. So uh, it was kind of nutty. But Patrick, what do you say about this? Is this just like uh, you know Darwin Darwinism type of stuff at work or what? What do you think? No, it's just somebody who you know because they wrote out one previous hurricane. They felt that they could do it again safely and, you know, uh, planning on a hurricane to be predictable is stupid. So if you're anywhere within that cone, especially with the, when you get within, say, a day, you know, you, you better be bringing up anchor and heading for calmer waters. Or just getting the hell off your boat, shouldn't you? That was well, the part that I think wasn't too but, smart. But, but even at that, the boat, if you're relying on anchors with a hurricane approaching, to, to hold your boat fast is an issue, mm-hmm. um, and you always have to think about, okay, so you're off the boat, but I've left my my boat at, you know, to, to its own peril, if you will, but let's say it washes up on shore and smashes into these people's homes and injures somebody or kills somebody, okay. you know, because you, di- you didn't do what you should have done, which was to at least make the attempt to get to an area where you would be out of harm's way. At least make the attempt. At least you could say, you know what? I did everything I could to, to, to get my boat to safety. It didn't work out. And, you know, but to this end, his insurance company is going to be like, yeah, well, we ain't paying for that. Well, regardless of, of trying to protect your boat is one thing. But what about just the idea of thinking that you could ride out a storm on your boat? That's just not well, Smart that, ha- thinking, that happens it? every that happens every hurricane. There's people that what uh, on their boat. They don't usually stay on their boat. Well, no, I think this gentleman actually lives on this boat. Well, I, I understand that, Barry. But even but if you I, I don't know why he boat, you don't yeah. ride out a hurricane. No, on I, I don't boat. know why he didn't. I don't know why he didn't pull anchor two days before and just either head north or south, whichever direction was further away from the storm. It makes no sense, but I guess he didn't want to do that. Well, he, yeah, or, well you, he or you head or you head inland. You find a bay. You find a river. You, you get yourself up at least to where you can get out of harm's way and well, get your boat actually tied and moored correctly, and not be at the mercy of it just being anchored. Right. With a what? What category was Sally? What? What was it when it hit? I think a two, maybe. Something you know like that. Um, yeah. What about you, you, Mike? I mean, you have a boat. Well, so, you bring up, yeah, you bring up um, the issue of insurance. So um, my insurance company and those of the others uh, in my marina require you to show that you are properly um, securing your boat in the event of a storm. So right. uh, actually, my, uh, my, my dock neighbor behind me has a trawler. His insurance company required him to upgrade his, his lines Mm-hmm. to um a, a thicker line set and then um every time i experience a, a, a storm like that when I'm, when one's coming and i double line everything yeah i take photographs of what i'm doing so right. i have a record of how i left the boat well you you got to do that for your boat but i, I i'm going back to 
it's not wise once you do this to stay on the boat. Uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can do everything you just said, Patrick, about going into a you know a, a protected waterway, which might be safe for, for safer for the boat. But still, even in that case, it's not really wise to stay on a boat when a storm is coming in. You're better off getting off the boat after you've done that and finding shelter so you're not putting yourself or anyone else uh, in jeopardy. Am I right? Well, that would be correct. Okay. Thank you. There is where we want to. Uh, that's what I was trying to get across here. That wasn't the, I mean, it, you always got to do everything you can do to protect your boat or protect the fact that if your boat breaks loose, it could injure somebody else or someone else's property. But when it comes to human life, it's just not smart. Uh, right. After and, all the stories that we've heard to stay on a boat uh, and, and make that the place where you're going to ride out a storm, let alone yeah. a hurricane. Right, but by the by the time you hit a situation where the the winds have overcome your anchor's ability to hold the boat safely in place, mm-hmm. you're already in a box because in a sailboat in particular, you don't have enough power. You know those you, you don't have enough horsepower to overcome what the wind is going to do. Even right. after you put the boat under power and try to maneuver it, you yeah, will you not might as be well able to jumped it. in a barrel and went over the over Niagara Falls or something. Right, I mean, it's. Or, or you wind up with a situation like in Marco Island a few years ago, where as the storm approached, it sucked all the water out mm-hmm. and, and left boats on the bottom in these canals, hanging from davits, everything like that. And then when the water comes rushing back in, now you got it. You got an even bigger problem. Right. And you don't want to be on the boat when that happens. That would be a bad, bad situation. So, no, yeah. but like I said, every, every time there's a hurricane, you'll always find people that they'll either we can ride it out we're right on the beach or we're on our boat we ain't leaving the government ain't telling us what to do and mm-hmm. that's when the government comes in local agencies and say if you're staying just be sure to attach a tow tag so we know where to send the body well you know that's one thing if if you live or you're living on land on the coast but it's another thing to think that you could ride it out on a boat you know wait, what I'm wait, saying? You think you shouldn't evacuate if you have a piece of no, property? No, of course I am saying you should, oh, okay. but I'm but, but I'm right. saying that's one thing. I you know if you live on the coast and you don't want to leave because you want to protect your house and all that, stuff, I understand that. But it's and that's bad enough. But if you want to actually stay on a boat, then that's crazy territory. I think. I think that's you can draw a line between. Okay, that just doesn't make any sense. Now. In this particular case, the guy said, he goes, well, this is the second time I've tried to ride out a storm in a boat, and it will be my last. So, at least, yeah, you know, because learned, it, Because okay. this boat is trashed. Well, I, actually, the, <laughs> that's why the boat isn't trashed. The, actually, it came away fairly unscathed. They just got to get it out of the <laughs> out of the. He's got to hire a crane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but supposedly the, the boat is not in that bad of shape. It's okay. Uh, I don't but, know. I was looking at uh, the rudder it. and at the keel and stuff. It didn't look too good. Well, it's just what you know what it said in the story. But, but yeah. he, he doesn't know how to get it out of the person's yard, which is a whole another issue. <laughs> so, wait for the wait for the next hurricane. Oh well, I'm sure the neighbor would appreciate that part. Like, hey, you know, mind if I just leave this here for a while? Oh, what are the odds? Fifty years tops. You know, in Florida. Well. I don't know. Why. Was it? Yeah. Was it Florida? Was it uh, in the Panhandle? Yeah, Sarasota. Mm-hmm. Not no. Sarasota. No, no not in the Sarasota. Panhandle though. Yeah. I got Sarasota on the Panama head, City, maybe up that yeah, way. Yeah, Panama City up okay. in that okay. way. All right. That's Pensacola. Everything Pensacola. You need to know. Pensacola. 
All right. Pensacola. All yeah. right. Fair enough. Okay, so now you know what not to do. Don't be that guy. Uh, and, and you know, take it for what it's worth. We have some other stuff to navigate through, I believe, don't we, Patrick? What do you got? Yeah, I, I had, you know, like 15 stories, but you were intent on talking, one, to Rusty, and yeah. then two, about these stupid orca whales. Right. Priorities, exactly. Whales, I got people it. People that are intent on, you know, getting their boats ran because they're where the orcas are. Uh-huh. And uh, then the, the, this uh, foolish guy in the sailboat that was intent on riding this thing out. Okay, now, so you have nothing I, is what you're real, saying. No, I have some real industry. <laughs> you know. All right, we'll get to the, uh, you know, <laughs> the second tier of news and information we're going to navigate next on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we're gonna hop on a boat and we're gonna get out on the ocean i mean that's the only place we can be sure there's no radioactive schniz feels right it's our only move does anyone know how to drive a boat don't let me mix you up a redneck margarita you know the one just straight tequila good lord all aboard come on jump on the booze cruise this is the world of boating greg your first mate 
Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And just warn you about the killer whales off the coast of Spain that are attacking sailboaters. Or, you know, maybe they're just having fun taunting the sailboaters, but they're breaking off rudders and things like that. <laughs> oh, it's not that fun. Actually, that, that was actually a killer whale. Uh, doing the ha ha that was actually a killer whale so that's probably what they're doing just making fun of the sailboaters off the coast of spain so there you have it yeah they like motorboats maybe or or maybe they don't i don't know (laughs) they got some against the sailboaters because they've been chewing off the rudders all right what else do we got to navigate through there captain patrick before we wrap uh, up today all these stories that we didn't get to today. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> uh, you can always check out on the World of Boating Facebook page. So if you haven't done so, uh, please do that and like us and tell your friends and fellow boaters. Mm-hmm. And of course, the world of boating.com uh, website where they are posted there as well. Uh, some industry news real quick before I get to a question that I want to pose to the other two boaters on the show. So, Greg, you don't have to take part. Uh-huh. Um, All right. Down at Flibs, be ready. Viking is going to launch their new 54-foot convertible. Um, so they've got a new offering that will be uh, down at Flibs. Um, it will be the 10th model. They've launched in the 50 to 60-foot size class since 2000. Uh, but this is um, going to be an awesome, awesome boat. Fort Lauderdale um, International Boat Show. For those who are not as hip is Patrick with the latest boating lingo. Barry, what say you? When you say convertible, are you talking about like a ragtop or what? No, what they, they call a convertible. It's it's basically, it's a, it's a sport fish is, okay. is what it is. So that's mm-hmm. that's what Viking is known for. Um, also in industry news, Dometic, um, who uh, encompasses a wide range of marine and RV products, uh, they have introduced an electric power assist for outboard engines. So this is something that can be, uh, it's patterned off of their Optimus uh, electric steering actuator, but it's for smaller outboard offerings, I believe up to 200 horsepower. And this is a, a an item that can be installed in about 20 minutes. And again, as it's electric, it's designed to work with a variety of steering systems, push-pull cable. So um, if you're looking for a little uh, extra assist, a uh, little better uh, response and maneuverability. This is something that the medic rolled out this past week, which is pretty cool. So, so it's, this, power, uh, it's, it's power steering. Yeah. It's power. It's a power assist. It's electric power mm-hmm. assist. So again, designed, uh, patterned off of their Optimus system, um, but they've you know which you find you find more on your higher end uh, multiple engine offerings. Um, and on the smaller single engine, you would find usually like a hydraulic assist. This is an electric. So this is a plug and play. Doesn't require a certified electrician to install. It's four bolts. Installation takes about 20 minutes. Hmm. Mike, so can, could you use be, one of yeah. those? Mike the Mariner? No, no, I have an, I have inboards. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, so from, from 90 to 200 horsepower and is compatible with major outboard brands. So a uh, question for, for Barry and for Mike and maybe for the boaters out there that are listening to us. Yeah, I'm listening. With, Go ahead. With Flibs coming up, what takes precedence for you in boating? And by that, I mean, when it comes to the boat itself, is it form over function or function over form? And the reason why I bring that up 
and what I really like to get your responses on mm-hmm. is what would you be willing to sacrifice for either or? You know, you find like maybe in this in this uh, Viking that's going to you know heavy mm-hmm. furniture that's installed. You know, would you be willing yeah. to do with uh, furniture that maybe isn't as glossy and lacquered and maybe a little easier to take care of, maybe more of a Formica um, yeah. or and save you on the weight so you increase your efficiency or no, I want all that and I'm willing to sacrifice because I want it to I want the aesthetic. I'm not so much worried about the performance. Well, I'll go first since obviously you directed this uh, question to me. Uh, and so obviously uh, it's better to look good boating than to actually boat good. So I go for form. <laughs> no, I, I would go with I would you go with functional marvelous. form. I, yeah, and famous I'm, quote I'm, from someone someday. Yeah, I'm function over form as well. Actually, because I'm I'm uh, kind of in the middle or at the beginning of a transition. I'm I'm going to uh, uh, sell nighttime and then. Oh God, you were worrying next, me there for a minute. There, Mike. <laughs> okay, talking about his boat. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. His, no, I'm his next I'm, boat uh, will be daytime. <laughs> daytime, right? No, no. I think uh, definitely uh, function over form. Um, you know, I'm I'm going well, to sacrifice good, though, don't speed and performance. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, my care. next boat's going to be a trawler. You're too and, old to uh, care anymore, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> You've given no, up on trying yeah, to look good. All it's right. not that. If you do some of your own work on the boat, you're going to find function beats you know form, the form yeah. over any time. Huh. Okay. Unless yeah, you can I mean, afford to pay someone else to do all the work, and all you got to do is sit back. Yeah, but even that with with uh, with water tanks and waste tanks under floors, give me hatches everywhere mm-hmm. so I can get direct access. But make them look good. More yeah. on that when we're back <laughs> next Saturday. Want to oh. talk more on this with you guys? All right. Okay. Well, I'll be here, uh, Patrick. Whether we don't you, care, Greg. Whether you want me to or not. <laughs> and on that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better, better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.